Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. personal for me tonight you know what I mean like I've been dealing with some stress 
and I'm trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, stress is a mug, man. You know, and they say people can die from stress. You know what I'm saying? So tonight we're going to talk about what stress is, what can cause stress, um, what, 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 uh, what we can do to not stress or to relieve stress. You know, um, so tonight we're going to just have a conversation. And, you know, and deal with stress, you know. So I hope you all enjoy the show tonight, man. Um, and I hope some pertinent, relevant, and 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 useful information come out, excuse me, useful information come out of the show tonight for not just me, but for other people too, you know what I mean? Because stress is real. Like, I, I'm going to tell you, I feel it all in my body. Like, I don't know if, if anybody out there in Radio Land know what that feel like, but I feel the stress all in my body. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I need help tonight. You know what I mean? So we'll talk, man. People out there in Radio Land, I need y'all to call in and, and help me relieve this stress. But until then, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a show you, you know, one of the ways I try and relieve stress or at least stop thinking about a lot of stressful stuff is I listen to music. You know what I mean? Music soothes the soul. You know what I mean? It comes to savage beast. So if that's true, then one of the things I like to do is listen to music so that, um, you know, I can relieve the stress. You know what I'm saying? So tonight, help me relieve my stress. And I'm going to throw some music on tonight that I was just listening to that had me trying to relieve my stress. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to start with this joint right here. Tell me what y'all know about this. You know what I'm saying? Do it. Breathe and stop type thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't think y'all know nothing about that. I don't think y'all know nothing about do it. Breathe and stop. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? Like Kevin Hart said, y'all going to learn today. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely great break you off with that breathing stop. And that's one of the things that I feel we need to do. You know what they say? Breathe. Oh, 
And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm the type of person that I work well under pressure. Yes, I do create a little stress to myself by doing so, but that when I was in college and I had a paper due, like most people would start that paper immediately. Me, I start that paper like a week or two, maybe a week before it's due. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a couple of days before it's due. And then I'm rushing to do it, but I do a good job. I do an excellent job because I work better under pressure. If somebody was uh, telling me they had an order for something, you know, I do so much stuff during the day, whether it's an order for posters, flyers, shirts, whatever, you know, I'll mess around and do the stuff like a, a couple of days before I need to have it there sometimes, you know what I mean, depending on what it is or how big the job is, you know what I'm saying? But I work better that way. Some people work better that way. You know what I mean? It, it is possible. That does happen. Some people are very organized, and they need that extra time and all that time so that they can do they, – they have more – they, they make room for mistake, and that, that's, what, that's, what, that's how I look at it. When you start it early, not only are you attempting to be on time with it, but you're also making room for error in case there's something go wrong or some changes that need to be made. You know I mean, me, I don't do that. I just, I just, I, I, I work at, I make sure everything is where it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? But I just work better under pressure. You know what I mean? I got to have that pressure there that, that guides me and, 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 and makes me want to, it makes me feel almost like threatened. Like, yo, you better get that done. You got to get that done. You only got this much time to get that done. But that makes me get it done. You know what I'm saying? If you tell me no rush, guess what? Guess who's not going to rush? And anybody out there in Radio Land that know me, they know that me and Tom do not get along. We don't even like each other, y'all. Like, Father Tom told me I was adopted. Real talk. You know what I mean? He don't even like me. He don't bang with me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't even know what to, what to, what to do with Father Tom no more. You know what I mean? Because he don't like me. I don't like him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm never on time and late for everything. And he'd be like, yo, you had a time. And I'd be like, so? You know what I'm saying? That's what me and Father, that's the conversation me and Father Tom be having. And that's one of the reasons why I'd be stressing myself, too. Because then when it comes down to the wire, I'm worried about if it's going, if I'm going to get it done. But still, I work my ass off and get it done. You know what I mean? So, um... That's one definition, you know, that strain, that 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 tension, you know what I mean, that adversity. Another definition it gives is um, subject to pressure or tension, which, you know, was pretty much, like I said, they pretty much read the same. Pressure, that's a new word, though. That wasn't in the other one. You know what I'm saying? So pressure bust pipe. You know how they, you know what they say, pressure bust pipe. But then there's some other words that, that that's involved in here that deals with stress. Worrying, that can cause you to stress, whether you're worrying about losing your job or you're worrying about losing a significant other or, you know, you're worrying about the trouble that a child may be getting in that you have, like that can cause you stress. Anxiety, anxiousness, I mean, that can create stress. Worrying about if you want to get the job. Wondering if the job want to call you back and when. So you're stressing yourself out. You know what I'm saying? Trouble. That's another one. 
You know what I mean? Um, difficulty. You know, my my daughter was telling me she got twenty something pages of biology to study for. That's stress. And then got a test. That's stress. You know what I'm saying? Difficulty. That's pressure. That leads to anxiety, which leads into worry. And if she fell that test, then she's going to be in trouble. See how all that tied together? You know what I'm saying? And then we have hassle. Another word, hassle. People constantly irking you, constantly on your back, constantly worrying you about something. You know what I mean? And, and your supervisor, steady over your shoulder. You know what I mean? Looking for you to make a mistake or mess up, wanting to write you up, like just hassling you. You know what I mean? These are all things that contribute to stress. So how do you deal with that, though? How do you deal with all of that when it comes to stress? You know what I'm saying? Me, I listen to music because that's the fastest and quickest way for me to calm myself. A lot of people will say prayer. But let me tell you a secret about prayer. Prayer makes me stress even more because now I'm waiting for something to happen after I pray. And if I don't see the results of it happening, now I'm worried. You know what I'm saying? Now now I'm anxious because I'm looking for results. I prayed, Lord, why is nothing happening yet? What's going on? And then here we go with Father Time again. It's not time yet. Well, why you be rushing me when I'm not on time? How you going to move slow when I need results, but you want me to move on time? It's like, what? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I, I just know that stress can kill. Stress can kill, you know, and 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 I'm going to be honest with you. Like right now, my neck hurts so bad. Like the back of my neck hurts so bad. I can feel the tension there. When I touch right there, I can touch the side of my neck and feel the pain right there from stressing. Going up into my ear, like like the back of my ear, I feel it. I mean, and it's a, I got a lot on my mind. I'm, I'm being honest tonight. I'm putting it out there. I have a lot on my mind. People have no idea. You know how you on the outside looking in and, People just seem like they okay and they doing all right and they put up that facade and, you know, they put on their poker face of life like, yeah, I'm good, you know what I mean? But deep inside, they crying. Deep inside, they hurting. Deep inside, they lying. You know what I'm saying? This is all the ill wills of stress, man. And stress will give you a heart attack. It'll give you a heart attack. It affects your body. You know what I'm saying? It definitely affects your body. So um, we're going to dive into more of the stress. People out there in Radio Land, if you're online and you want to call in and and give your, you know, views or opinion on stress or what you may be going through or if you have remedies on how to combat stress, you know, make sure you call in and, and talk to us about it. But dial that number, 605-562-0444. Then the call ID you put in is one four three one three three pound. You hit that one pound to listen, and you push that star to if you want to communicate and get through live on air 
and speak to Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point, which is myself tonight on Street Talk here on On Point Radio. You know what I'm saying? So, again, this is tonight, it's therapy for me. This is going to be therapeutic for me, you know? So every song I play, believe I, I took time and energy in choosing these songs to relieve my stress levels. I mean, to bring them down just a little bit. Yes, the massage helps, you know, from time to time, especially a good one. You know, that helps. But uh, I'm not big on massages, and then I don't really have nobody to give me a massage. So I'm going to be stressing, y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to be stressing, y'all. So, you know, you got to laugh to keep from crying sometimes, y'all. You got to laugh to keep from crying sometimes or spazzing out. You know what I mean? So I'm going to get into this next track. And I want y'all people up there to dial in that number and talk to me about stress. Help me out tonight. Give me some remedies, some quick fixes, some something. Give me some hope. Because right now, I don't have a whole lot of hope. But I see we got a caller on the line. So let me take this caller before we take this track. You know what I'm saying? Peace, power, and blessings. Welcome to On Point Radio. Caller, who do we have the pleasure of speaking to tonight? What's up? You got DJ Philly Joy listening in. What's going on? And DJ Chill. Uh, my stress levels just went down just a little bit, and then they went right back <laughs> up again. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> went down, I can't. I can't. And then I they can't. went up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. You know, DJ Philly Joy is in the building. All right. So, DJ Philly Joy, talk to me about, well, you know what? If, if you don't mind, I want to play this track before I get your input on stress. Because this right. track, when when I heard your voice, this track was queued up perfectly. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to play this track, right. and I'm going to come back with you. And I heard DJ Chill on the line, too. I get his, his, his comments right after I speak with you. But let's go on to this track and then come back with DJ Philly Joy, who just relieved a little bit of my stress. She just had that voice, y'all. She had that little matriarch voice that... <laughs> So soft, but still stern. You know what I mean? So, yeah, mm-hmm. we will come back with DJ Philly Joy in a minute. So let's go with Mace. Feels so good right now. All right.
and someone is always worse off than we are on a regular basis, on a daily basis, every day. We're not laid up in no hospital bed. We're not in a foreign country where they don't have fresh running water. They don't have sanitary area where they can't use the bathroom. They got infestation of bugs. They got mice and everything. I mean, we got we got a lot to be thankful for, and that usually between that smiling or just walking with the, that in my mind, it usually relieves my stress when I begin to be thankful for the things that I already got and not stressing over things like people bring into my life, you know, try to get over that, talk to them about it, whatever, and just separate myself sometimes, avoid it, separate them, and then come back with a better perspective on how to handle that situation. And if it can't be handled, if they don't understand or they can't see, like coworkers in a job, even friends or whatever it may be, family, I got family stuff going on, I talk to them about it, but I refuse to bring, keep bringing things back up over and over again. I will show you better than I can tell you. That's what I'm talking about. So, yes, we are in different places in our life with our stresses. Financial stresses sometimes come in. Emotional, people talk, want to be lonely and they try to be alone, you know, stuff like that. Um, spiritually, trying to find who you really believe as far as your God is concerned, your creator, how to serve him, how to really find, you know, where he wants you to be and you're in that right place. Time management, do too much sometimes. You don't take time to reflect, smell the roses. We sometimes, we sometimes bring our own stress in our own life, our own stress in our own life. So I just got to stop, look, listen, be still, and regroup, recharge your battery, whatever it takes. So you got to pull back sometimes and just start over. That sometimes works a lot of times for other people. But prayer definitely works. <laughs> Popular demand, self prayer does work. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh no, Joy, I be feeling like I, I be feeling like the creator <laughs> on lunch break when it comes to me. You know what I mean? Like I be putting my yeah, prayers and yeah, I be feel yeah. like I get the answer machine, like all back in fifteen minutes. And you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. And I'm the only expressing counting for 15 minutes. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. But you said something <laughs> that, first of all, you mentioned the word. Uh, what was the word you mentioned earlier when you first started talking about the stress? Um, oh, man. Well, deep, a deep, dark place sometimes. No, no, no. A deep, a, dark place. No, it was a specific word you said, like pressure, pain, and all, I mean, pressure. Anxiety, all that. Oh, another that, word, burden. Oh my burden. goodness, set burden. Man, oh freaking man, that one right there, burden. Mm. Burden. Mm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's heavy. Oh yeah. That's heavy, DJ Philly Joy. Like that is heavy. That word in itself yeah. oh, it, yeah. is is bigger than anxiety. Strain, pressure, burden. Oh, it is. Carrying yeah. weight. You see what I'm saying? Yes. You're carrying yep. weight, and a yep. lot of times it's not only your weight. You're carrying the weight of others, and that burden can hold you down. It can keep you down. Yep. So when you said that, my radars, my eyes start twitching, my ears start itching, and my radars just went up. Wow. So, that's something that people overlook a lot of times. The burden. Wow. You know, um, as I was researching and looking this up for this topic, right? A doctor mm-hmm. he classified it as um, stress being 
the, the wear and tear caused by life. That's a burden. Yo, whoa, that's a big one. Woo! That's, that's a it. burden. The wear and tears of life, that's a burden. That's what keeps us down or holds us down if we allow it to. Like, yeah, yeah. like I'm going to be honest with you. My stress has went from a headache into a neck pain into chest pain. I got to be careful with that. I ain't no spring chicken no more. I ain't no old fogey, but I ain't no spring chicken no more either. You see what I'm saying? So I got to yeah. be careful with that chest oh, yeah. area. That neck area, that head area. You know what I'm saying? So wow, thank you for that word yep. burden because a, that right there was heavy. Yeah. Let me tell you something about burdens too. And if you think about this right now, like I said, it goes way back. It's deeper than what we think it is. The stress aspect because it can go. It goes sometimes from history. It goes from wow connection. It goes from generation. And when I say that, I say because sometimes we bring that stuff into us from things that happened to us in our past, and we can't relate to our present or our future. Can I go there a little bit? I got some healing today. Big I got day. some healing Big today. Day. I'm going to share a story. I was in tears at the table at 8 o'clock tonight. My dear cousin called me from North Carolina. My mom has a house where she let anybody come and live with her. She called herself rescuing people from abuse, sexual predators, or whatever you call them, things she found out about them. But my mom is just received some healing things from things that happened in her life as well. But she had a good heart. And I'm a lot like my mother, and I'll share that. So my cousin, she's going through the 12 steps through AA or some drug addiction stuff she's going through. And she may have been alive. I don't know. I told her to call in sometimes because she wanted to get closer to me. <clears throat> when it was a wall up, couldn't get close to me because she did some things to me that I really never forgave her for. I'm talking about some stuff that I never forgave her for. When I was eight years old, my dad, my dad died. My mom had her at the house. And we slept in the same bed together. She said, touch me. And I didn't never get over that. I never got over that until I touched me. I'm talk, it's the first time I've told, told this story before now because I'm, I'm healed of it now. I was in tears tonight. She called and asked me to forgive her tonight. Wow. She called and to forgive her tonight, and I just started crying. I just was like wow. in tears, boo-hooing at the table. And people don't know what people carry around. Like I say, like I'm not always like la la la, smile, smile all the time, but I know what I need to do to keep my – my peace and my level and my and my mind on the right path. I can't dwell on the things that are in the past. But when people, when it comes to somebody, I have to forgive her before she forget before she said it. But I had to bring it to her attention that yeah, when I was young, you used to touch on me, and I didn't like you doing that. But I know any better. I was young. I was eight, nine. I didn't know no better. What did I know? She was a teenager. Did I know any better? No. But she came from being abused by her stepfather, but and so she brought that same thing into this household. So all that came into the household when I was young. The second thing is that she had she got pregnant when she was sixteen, and I found her two her two month her two month old I found her two month old baby in the bed dead at that age mm. as, as well. I was almost nine at that time, so I found a baby in the bed dead with her baby. Kept crying because I because I never got over that. Whenever I'm around kids, even my grandkids, I told her what I said. I love the babies, but I said 
I'm always parent like I have a I have an extra high anxiety around little kids because of that. I never got over that. But tonight I received some healing tonight because she asked me to forgive her. And I just tell you, I just was bawling and crying. So sometimes we need that people to just own 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 their junk and rust if they put on other people and ask sometimes for forgiveness. And we gotta be woman and man enough to say, you know, yeah, I forgive you. I forgive you. And whatever it takes to re- restore the relationship, you need to do that at times as well. She wants to call me more. I mean, I can, now I can, re- I can receive her conversation, her calls. Now, before, I had a defense mechanism up. I didn't want him, him, she had to say for real, for real. I still kind of fakely, I guess you could say, fakely loved on her because that's, I, I just love, I love people. I love people, period. But the bottom line is sometimes people got to own their junk. And she right. owns her junk. But and I, my defense, my wall went down. I was like, "Wow, yeah, I forgave, but I was I was in tears because I didn't do it before she said it. I guess it, I need I need to hear her say it. When she and owned it, you know what? It was like I was I was free. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's the burden. I think that's what burden was holding me down. I think that's the burden that I'm carrying. I don't forgive easy, if at all. I can hold grudges. Mm. And I'm going to be honest with you, my best way to deal with people Mm. is to distance them and keep myself away from them and not speak to them, not say Mm -hmm. nothing, not look at them. Like, you know, um, I always had, I I, I have four children with three different baby moms, right? Not proud Mm -hmm. of that, but Mm -hmm. I was young, dumb, and full of cum. So, you know, that gets you in that trouble. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, once it was over with the baby mothers, I'm done. And you know how they say you should be able to be mature enough to co-parent. And then, then I guess I'm not mature. And I tell people that. I do what I have to do for my children, but I don't have to speak to you. I don't have to say anything to you, especially, you know, my two sons are, are adults. You know what I mean? So I don't have... I don't have to communicate with their mothers at all for nothing. You know what I mean? They're grown men now. They can come to me directly. I go to them directly. Even as teenagers, they were able to do that. My daughters now, who's 17, and the other one that's 11, they both have cell phones. They can reach out for me. They, they old enough to tell me what they need, what they want, how they feel, what's wrong, all of that. So I don't have to talk to their mother about anything. And a lot of times people say, that's childish, that's this, that's that. No, it's not. It's the best thing for me. Everybody deals with their burdens and their pressures and their strains and their stress different. And I choose, if you want to say I'm running from it, then I'll be running from it. I mean, as long as I don't have to Mm -hmm. deal with it. And then a lot of times people will say, but you're cheating yourself because you're not dealing with it. Okay, then let me cheat myself. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? As long as I'm out your way and you out of my way, I'm okay. I go about my way and have a nice day. See what I'm saying? But I think that's one of the issues that I have, and I'm glad you said that tonight, and I'm 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 glad you shared that because that was that was heavy. You 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 on something tonight. I said I needed help tonight, and you on something tonight. You know what I'm saying? Because that right yeah. there, we all have skeletons in our closets. You know what I mean? We all mm-hmm. have things that that's been done to us or said to us, and or we've been treated a certain way by certain people or something, and we don't speak on it. We try and forget it. 
we try and, you know, ignore yeah. it. And that still creates the stress because you're really not over it. You haven't dealt with it. Right. And my right. way of dealing with things is either I handle it or I leave it alone. And when I leave it alone, that means I don't have no words for you. I have nothing to say to you. I'm done. It's cool. You know what I mean? I'm going to go ahead and that's because that's the way I keep my peace. I'm already told I'm the type of person who mouth is not what I say, it's how I say it. And I'm already a person that has a, a quick temper, an anger management issue. So if I know that about myself, the best thing for me to do, what happened to walking away? Why can't I just be a coward right. and walk away? You know what I mean? Why I got to right. be a coward if I walk away? Why I got to stand there and, and, and give you this verbal beatdown that's going to have you calling me mean or have you calling me this and that and the third and hating me or me hating you? Let me walk away. Well, can, can I say something? Go ahead. Can I say um Yes, we all deal with our situations differently. And I am one to, at times, depend, I, I, and I think I share with you a little bit, there's certain things for or certain people or certain things for a time, a season, a re- certain reason. And all that happened, I know I'm not finished because I actually am going to do, uh, eventually I'm going to do a one-woman show on this situation. Everything that happened in my life, I'm going to do a one-woman show eventually because I know it's mm. in me to do it. But this picture that wow. I've had the, uh, probably over a year now where this particular young lady at my job, I used to minister to. I talk to all young girls at my job, and I, share, I just share my heart with them. Even, though in my, even in my brokenness, I share love. Even, even in my, in my here doors, <laughs> even in my, um, my problems, I still share love because I want to reciprocate the same thing I'm giving out. So I, I still live by that mantra, do unto others as I have them do unto me. So I'm not going to tell people, give people my, 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 my pain and my heartache and my sorrow because I don't want them to put that back on me. I got enough of that, I got enough of that already. I don't need that when I'm dealing with my family issues, my sibling issues, my children issues. I don't want to bring that stuff to other people. They don't need to carry that. I can carry that. But one thing I still live by also, self, is that I also be, I'm mindful that if we say we're in the creator's hands, and he put his word here for a reason. I have grabbed Psalms, and I want to live by those. So I have one particular verse I live by, not there, but someplace else. It's that I cast my cares upon him because he cares for me. So even when I'm in my darkest hour or my darkest time, I still have to put that prayer up to say, God, you're in control of everything. You know the end before the beginning. You know every part of my body. Every side of my hair, on my hair, you know every number thereof. You know the blinking of my eyes. Everything else about my, every heartbeat that I have, you know it. My steps before I make them, you know where I'm going, where I've been, and where I've purpose to go. So therefore, I have to be mindful of that every single day that I walk this earth. Every breath I take is only because of Him, because in Him, I, in Him, I live, I move, and have my being. So I would not be here unless the Creator had me to be here on a regular basis. I want to live with this temple in the right way. When you mentioned about your neck pain and your head pain and different things, we got to take care of this temple that the Most High God gave us. That means eating right, breathing right, being in the right company, whatever it takes to keep our, and our, black and our, our, our bodies and our health pure. 
I can't. I can't. Uh-huh. I can't with you. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you are uh-huh. too frank, and I love it. I love it, though. <laughs> but this picture that the <laughs> the picture that the young lady had showed me last year that got me prompted to do the one woman show. It was a woman going towards what we would say the cross, or we would say towards her creator, and she had all this baggage. She had baggage that came from abuse. It came from rape. It came from guilt. It came from shame. It came from envy. It came from strife. It came from jealousy. Whatever you can muster up as evil, all these things she was carrying, these heavy bags and burden, but she was covered in red, covered in the blood. Because the things that you don't understand, like I'm, I don't know if you understand, but just some people don't understand, when you have a covering over you, all that stuff that we did back in the day, whatever, whatever, that's covered. We can't we live with that shame and that guilt because it's all covered. It's all covered. And I, know this, I, and I believe that. But I mentioned about the Day of Atonement last week when they heard Yom Kippur. I believe that we need to have atonement. We need to have a place where we can put these burdens and things off of us because we can't, it's too heavy for us to carry in this finite, in this simple Life is too short existence. It's too much for us to carry. We can't ca- I can't carry it. I could not exist for my grandkids if I carried the stuff that happened to me in all my life and things that's going on in my life right now. I wouldn't be here the next day because that's how heavy the burdens are. So I have to relieve that stress. But the therapy that I have right now through you guys, I pray. I, I thank God for DJ Chill. Having me to go on the radio last year. I mean, God uses who he chooses to use when he chooses to use them. I was on the radio before. But that show that's in me, of the heart is in me it never left me because that's what my purpose for my purpose is to work with women or whoever will listen to help them to be able to be healed from within that deep dark crusty moldy place to just talk about it and get it out because guess what it's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna you're not gonna be complete or whole you think you are but you got defenses up you think you are i cried today it was cleansing i needed to cry i needed to cry today I've been holding a lot of stuff. That was the trigger that helped me to receive more healing. And that's just sometimes gradual. It comes different seasons. This is my season of healing probably. She started it off to talk about the stuff that's happening in my life right now and to get those things out of me. So it's more. I'm sure it's more. Another person. As a matter of fact, I'll share one more story with you real quick, and I'll tell you this happened last summer. That the person that, that they called herself teaching me how to love a man or whatever, my neighbor, abused me. So. I told my brother, sorry, told my brother, after all these years, to my brother, he said, he was, it was his, one of his friends. He was so upset that he, I didn't tell him, he's ready to go, he's ready, ready to kill the man. I mean, he told him, don't you ever set foot in my house or you talk to me ever, don't go call my phone again. How could you, man? How could you? How could you? To my sister, like, how could you? He, he wanted to kill him. He wanted to kill him. I was like, look, it's over, but I need to get it off of me. I didn't tell you, I should have told you then. My brother, I should have told you then, I didn't tell you. Everything, this is this is the story right now. You know this. What happens in your house stays in your we heard this many times in my in my family. What stay what happens in this house stays in this house. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna say anything. You're not gonna tell anybody anything. You're not gonna say nothing. Because that's what people that's what you was taught to say. You know, say don't say nothing. Be quiet. We gonna, then you be embarrassed. Gonna get into that. How did it happen to you? Yeah. We are gonna get into that's that. Stress, though. We're gonna get into that the second half of the show because we're going to discuss some ways to combat right. stress. And one of the things that I notice is many right. black people, we do just what you just said. We keep it at in the house. Whatever happens in the house stays in the house. And we don't 
often seek help. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, white people will go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a counselor or anything real quick and seek help. I don't think it helps, but, you know, they do. You know what I mean? Um, me, honestly, I'm opposed to that. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say, I don't really believe in psychiatry and psychology. I don't, because my mother has been my psychiatrist and psychologist. You know what I'm saying? I had homies who was my psychiatrist and psychologist. Like the same thing that they're paid to tell me, I didn't have people close to me already telling me. Whether they're paid to tell me or they're, they're, they love me and tell me, it's my choice to accept it and deal with it or even talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to talk about that in the second half. But I'm going to share some things with you with some burdens that I've been carrying, right? And these are some things that right. I All guess right. really is making me, because it's only right. You shared, you know, some real intimate and deep things with our listeners, myself and our listeners. And I think it's only right that I share some things, too. You know, um, one of the issues that, that's bothered me since the beginning was growing up without a father. You know, or a father who was in and out my life. You know what I mean? Here today, gone tomorrow. Always making these promises and breaking these promises. You know, I'll be over there. I'll be over there and never come. I'm sitting at the door at the window just waiting. You know what I mean? My mom, you know, you might as well just take your clothes off, son. He's not coming. You know what I'm saying? That type thing. You know, I can remember one thing that my dad bought me, and that was this yellow, huffy bike. And I almost killed myself on it. Sliced my throat from one ear to the other on fish hook that was hanging on the telephone pole. And I couldn't see it because it was clear. And I was willing in my bike and caught my neck. And meat was hanging out of it. I mean, I remember that. But that's the one thing that that nigga got me. And I almost killed myself with it. You know what I'm saying? But I made peace with it when I got shot. And he came and sat at my bedside for that whole week I was in the hospital. He didn't have to do that. I was a grown man now. He ain't had to do that. He came all the way from the city that he lives in, all the way here, to sit at my bedside. That's when I finally made peace with it. I even took my children up there to meet him for the first time. You know, this was some years ago. Haven't wow. seen him since, though. Haven't spoken to him since. They went right back to usual because at this point, I don't feel like I. the, the best thing he could have did was leave because it taught me the father not to be. You see what I'm saying? It taught me the father not to be and the father to be at the same damn time. You know, um, another burden that I'm carrying is my oldest son's mother. You know, um, she ended up getting locked up for violating the court order or whatever. And her then boyfriend, you know, we was having fights at the court and all of that. Like, when I, you shouldn't even be allowed to bring people to court. But I was bringing people. She was bringing people. And, it was getting out of hand. And so one day, New Year's Day, New Year's night of 1991, my Jeep was shot up and my 15-year-old cousin was shot in the head because they tried to kill me after I just dropped my, my oldest son off. He was four years old. It took wow. 16 years. I didn't see him again until he was 16 years old. And he came to me because he kept getting in trouble. And his his aunt and cousins finally told him the truth of what happened and why I didn't see him until wow. And he reached out to me, and I went and got him. 
he came and lived with me. I made sure he graduated. I made sure he went on his prom. To this day, he's with me. Not living with me, but we, wow. we are, he, 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 you know, we are close. You know what I'm saying? It's close. And You're close. Wow. Yeah. Let's say this. That distance is no longer there. It's still a little distance there because that was 12 years lost. I ended up finding out he was in friend's hospital for trying to choke his mom out. All of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And to this day, I feel I, I, I've always, I'm still a little upset and angry with the creator because I'm like, yo, my little cousin is gone. I mean, he lived for a whole year with the bullet in his head. He lived long enough to tell me it wasn't my fault. And I had two 15-year-old cousins in my Jeep at that time because I was the big cousin who always had the little cousins with him playing the video games outside playing football with him. I was that cousin that was active with my little cousin, being that big cousin. You see what I'm saying? While the other ones was hustling or doing whatever they was doing, I was taking time with the with the with the little cousin. They was looking up to me. You know what I mean? So when that happened, that's something that I still carry. And I still get emotional about that because I want her to die. And I'm saying that on air and I'm being honest. And the creator already knows. Like what happened to an eye for an eye, two for two? The only reason I did not retaliate or go further, and I'm sure a lot of people, you know, down north, like, yo, that was a coward move, sucker move. You were supposed to do this, that, and the third. I had a little son. I had a younger son. So I was supposed wow. to disregard being a father to my youngest son to get revenge and then either be dead or in jail and not be there for my youngest son. And guess what? Me and my youngest son is close, and I always kept them together when I would get them for, for, the, for the weekends I was supposed to get them. I always kept them together so they had that bond and knew who each other was. To this day, my oldest daughter looks like my oldest son. My youngest daughter looks like my youngest, my youngest son, and they all got wow. a connection together. See what I'm saying? I'm that common glue between mm-hmm. all of them because I kept them together, but I still carry that burden of I want her to die. I want her to pay, and I want her to pay with her life. Because when I when I went to the police after, I mean, Joy, I, I'm telling you, this was like you. I don't know if you ever seen the movie Boys in the Hood or Minister Society, but in both of those movies, there were um, guys who carried Ricky, who got shot in Boys in the Hood, and Kane, who got shot in, in Minister Society. Their bulls carried them in the hospital. Me and my other 15 year old cousin picked my little cousin up out of my Jeep, and I drove straight to St. Christopher's after the shooting. You know what I'm saying? And we picked wow. him up wow. and took him in the hospital, and it was like carrying a dead weight. I remember like it was yesterday. He was pissing on himself, leaking from his head, spitting out of blood. And I, that image is very vivid in my head. So when people look at me and they think everything is all good, you don't fucking know what I'm going through. You don't know what I've been through. You know what I mean? When people call me mean, evil, say I'm, hate, I'm, I'm hurting it, and better and all. You don't fucking know me. You see what I'm saying? We all got a story, but until you know mine, don't judge me, don't say shit to me. Turn the other way. Look the other way. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I am for a reason. I protect my heart and myself for a reason. You know what I mean? But that's something that I'm still carrying mm-hmm. around because I really, and, and now I have two daughters. I can't retaliate now. And it's late. The police threw me on the wall, asked me questions when I went and gave them what the story was, because this is shooting. We at the hospital. Oh, you got to come with us. 
took the Jeep and impounded it wow. so they can investigate. You know what I'm saying? When I get down to the thing, they interrogate my 15-year-old cousin without a parent or an adult. You know what I mean? Then they throw me on the wall because they mm-hmm. ask me about a, talk, a, a cousin, a, a family member, and I'm like, huh? What's that got to do with it? They grabbed me out of my feet and threw me up against the wall. Head hit the wall and everything. Then went out on the wow. street to ask questions about me. Not about the shooting. Not about who I said I think was involved or whatever. You can call me a snitch or whatever. My little 15-year-old cousin was in the hospital dying. So I don't give a damn what you call me. I want whoever did that to be handled. But to this day, he ain't dead. She ain't dead. And I feel some type of way. But that's a burden that so I have. Another unsolved, you know another unsolved, another unsolved crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another unsolved murder. And for me to try and get him to go solve it now, this was in '91. We talking almost 20 years later. I, it, it makes no sense to me. So my mom always would tell me, and she stayed to this day. You know, your time is not God's time, but when He come, He on time. Well, He late right now to me. I'm looking at my clock, and him and mm-hmm. Father Tom, ain't, you know, they getting on me about me always damn late. But what I'm waiting for, the clock been ticking. The hands them been turning on that Rolex watch without, without tick-tocking. So you really, you see what I'm saying? So well, that, they, they be with they still, and it's not the same time. And... Huh? Yeah. So... I said that I said we be what we sell. So a lot of times we don't think about the person that do these crimes as well. They don't usually have a, a peaceable end. I know it's not like you said. It's not it didn't happen when you wanted it to happen, like your mom was telling you. But truth be told, they usually don't never leave with, with any peace in their heart. Well, no, that do these crimes. I'm gonna be honest with you. The same death. Love, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna make peace with that until I know she's in her grave and him too. That's when I'll make peace with it. That's when I feel like the creator avenged because they said the creator said vengeance is mine. Well, where's your vengeance? Because you ain't did shit yet. They be walking around like nothing ever happened. I'm walking around every time I go down north and look at my, my, my little cousin's uh, brother who's an older, who's an adult now. My- you know what I mean? And, and I look at all of my other little cousins out and, and people, how they looking at me like, because he's not here no more, that weighs on me. But don't nobody care. It's a burden. You know what I'm saying? That's a burden. So that's a burden that I'm carrying. And and mm-hmm. DJ Phil was right there amidst all of that. Not the shooting, but amongst the fights and the arguments and the courts and all of that. He is actually my oldest son's godfather. I mean, my youngest son's godfather. He's been around that long. So people don't understand the things that I had to deal with. You know what I mean? But that's something that's been that's been a burden. Like, I don't think that's so much contributing to my current stress now because I think I – and I even went to therapy. Like, Joy, I stayed in my room. I worked at the, at the, uh, the, the Philadelphia Stock Exchange at that time. Philadelphia Stock Exchange, driving the Lexus, tell to tell you, Rolex watch, and all this gold. Like, I was getting it at that moment. You know what I mean? I was living my best life that young. I had my own apartment since I was 19. I was good. 
but that one situation had me sitting in a room for about three months. No work, no outside, barely eating. Wow. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to see nobody. That, that, my little cousin was my heart. He was my heart. And on top of that, true stressing. I'm not burden. saying my mm-hmm. son. That's not even a burden mm-hmm. no more, Joy. That's now suffrage. You see what I'm saying? So some of the little stuff that, that, that's kind of getting to me now and had me a little stressed out, it doesn't bother me as much because I've been through greater. Even myself right. being shocked, having a bullet in my liver every day, a 380 slug in my liver, not knowing if it's going to ever move. I was enlisted in the Army when I got shot, 1993, two years after niggas tried to take my life. Two years after, another nigga tried to take my life over a female. Right. I just met that same mm. day I met her, I got shot over. I didn't even know it, Joy. I right. took a, a, a so-called friend of mine up there with me to meet her twin sister. This nigga ended up sleeping with her after I got shot. I'm in the hospital, and I find out by the detective that he's sleeping with her. Now, who does that? Why do detectives come in to tell Who me does that? It? I don't need to know that when I got a tube in my private, a tube in my throat, a tube in my nose. I don't need to hear that. She come up to see me. He with her. My cousins want to take her out, want to whoop her ass right there in court. I mean, in the hospital. I'm like, nah, let it go. He apologizing to me. He, he lying, telling me he didn't do it because I asked him about it. And I knew he couldn't tell me the truth. But I already knew. I wasn't mad at those, her because I didn't even know her. Those things, I didn't know her. But right. then people wonder why. Those I things will definitely people. cause stress. But people wonder why I don't right. trust people. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a big one right there. Your baby mother's tried to have you killed because you want to be a father to your child. So I get real offended when people start talking yep. that dead bad shit. I get offended. Because there's a lot of us out here who've been trying to be a dad, but the mother been trying to do everything in their power to keep us from doing it. Right. So it's a lot of stress that's in me right now. It is. It's a lot of burden and sufferings that I'm carrying. A lot of pain with that. And ain't no I, I When I went to the, I went to two psychologists, psychiatrists, whatever you call them. I went to one at Temple. And that was some girl who was a student. Why you got me talking to this kid? My age or I'm older than. You know what I'm saying? And then the second was right. some little old white lady on Shelton Avenue right near where that, 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 that welfare office at. There was a place right there. I don't know if it's still there, but I, I was seeing her. I had that lady break down in tears. You were, you were a whole professional. You ain't supposed to cry in front of me. How you going to help me? So she must have been still your burden. Don't matter. Pretty, uh... I ain't need you to do that because that's why I don't yeah. believe in psychiatry now. But she's human. I know that. She could have felt for me, like you said. I know that. But no, you got a profession. You're supposed to be helping me. If you're sitting here crying, then how the hell are you going to help me? We ain't going to sit here and cry together. You know what I'm saying? Um... I don't know, man. I think we have callers on the line, but I don't see no hands raised. 
So, you, you know, Chill's still here. Started too. Huh? You got Chill, DJ Chill I, still on. Yeah, yeah, I got him. I got him. Um, We're coming into the second half of the show now. People out there, this is a a, a real strong and powerful show, man. Um, Things are being shared. Joy, that's just some of the stuff that I'm going through right now. I ain't even getting into the marriage, you know, 16 years of being with somebody and married four of those years and only get together two of the four years as married and separated. Why the hell we get married? If you knew how you felt, through those 16 years, why did you marry me that 12th year? That was a waste of your time and mine. Wow. And now the court got to be involved, and now our children is in the middle of it. Like, it's so much stress that, man, man. Yeah. People wonder why I don't want a relationship no more. So when people say you just hurt and bitter, shut the fuck up. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. This ain't got nothing to do with hurt and bitter. This has to do with trust and belief. This has to do with life experiences shaping your and making and molding your mindset and psyche in a certain set and, and direction. Because don't nobody want to go through that again. <coughs> People out there in well, radio. One of the things that. Mm-hmm. Say it again, Joy. I was going to say one of the things that helps you that to, to, to get over it to talk about it. You know, you got to get it over Yeah, but I don't like to talk. But I'm going to let you go be ahead. I'm only sharing this because you shared some deep, um, intimate things that happened to you with the, uh, with myself and the listeners. That's the only reason I spoke on it. I don't talk to people. I don't let people in, and I'm never going to. I mean, and if I do talk to people, it has to be smart. I don't trust nobody, so I don't trust people enough to talk to them. But if I have relief in you and I share some things with you, then you got to be some kind of special. But the only reason I'm doing this on air right now is because you share some things with our listeners as well. And it's only right. But people out there in Radio Land, again, that number is 605-562-0444. That call ID is 143-133-POUND. Hit that one pound if you just want to listen in. And hit that star two if you want to chime in and have this discussion with us. But I'm going to this track, and I'm going to come back with DJ Chill. And we're going to start talking about some of the remedies that we can do to combat stress, you know, because we already know what causes it now. The wears and tears of life, carrying burdens, pressure, strain, anxiety, harassment, right? We already know what things cause. But when we come back to DJ Chill, we're going to figure out what we can do to combat it. But let's go to this track, people, again. I'm on one, and I can play a whole lot of sad songs tonight, but that ain't going to help me none. You know what I'm saying? So everything I'm playing tonight is on some feel-good stuff. I'm trying to raise my level and raise my bar and release this stress by hook or by crook. So that's what we're going to do tonight. So people out there in Radio Land, let's go. Dougie Fresh, where the party at? And this is for DJ Chill because he like to party. I'm <laughs> 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 
time. This that song did wonders for me for DJ Chill to bring in for DJ Chill for a number of reasons. That's my former hip hop partner, y'all. We was a, a rap group called As Is for Years. Yeah, I mean, and um, we did a lot of shows with a lot of amazing people, um, like uh, Ice Cube, Naughty by Nature, Black Sheep. We we did Master Ace. We we did some we did some shows with some people, man. And you know um, that part where you say make money, money, make money, 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 take money. We used to do that on stage. I would tell one side of the crowd, say, make money, money, make money, money, money. He'd be on the other side and sit uh, his side of the crowd, say, take money, money, take money, before we do our set. So, you know, that that's why that song resonated so much. And I was like, yo, I'm going to throw this on to bring DJ chilling because he'd been around for a long time, y'all. He'd been around over 25 years of friendship he and I got. And we go through ups and downs and turmoil like none other, like we're real brothers, like we really siblings, you know what I mean? That's how we go at it, you know what I mean? But there's a, a, a love and, and a, a, a rooted respect, you know, there, you know what I mean? That's why I was able to last to this, this length of time, mostly, and I'm going to be honest, mostly due to him because of his loyalty. That's one of the most loyal brothers that I've ever known in my life because I'm from North Philly and it ain't a lot of loyal niggas down there. They loyal for a minute, but behind your back, they trying to get what you want. You know what I'm saying? They plotting on you, and it's a matter of time before they turn code on you. You know what I'm saying? So when you find a person like Chill, you know, you got to be careful and mindful how you deal with situations when it comes to that friendship. You know what I mean? When you have that type of person, you know, in your corner or by your side or whatever the case may be. And I'm going to go ahead and be honest. He raises my stress level like a muff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he raises my stress levels to the highest peak sometimes. And something we both know about. You know what I mean? Both of us done been to jail. That's another stress level that I've been dealing with and burden I've been carrying. You know what I mean? And and racism with the jails and the court systems and going through that. You know what I'm saying? And I know how he feel about the jail system. You know what I mean? And being locked up. And, and 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 these are things that raises your stress level. It's it's hard to bounce back from that stuff a lot of time. You know what I mean? But, again, I say it. It's not adversity, but how you deal with adversity that shapes, makes, or breaks you. You know what I mean? So, DJ Chill, you in the building, bro? What's going on? Yeah, I'm over here with even stressed riding a daggone bike. Matter of fact, hold the hell up. <laughs> no, no, no. You ain't going to sit up here and talk all night. I can calm the hell down. What the freak? You talking about remedies? Wait a minute. What about what caused the stress? I did want to talk about that one, too. Well, I don't know where you've been at, but we, 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 we've been talking about We already discussed what causes it. Wait a minute, I've been you know right I mean? here listening the whole time, but she's the only one that said what her situation is best was I was supposed to tell you in the world <laughs> what I think caused stress and then we can break down the remedy. The Lisa? We had, I'm having That's a hard true. time hearing you. You sound real far away. Oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, right, Why well, sound go. like that? There you go. I can hear you now. Back to what I was saying. I'm talking about relieving stress. I want to say, you, 
I want to sit there and say something because um, I know what, you know, stress comes. You know what stress? Marriage. And I'm, I'll break down the remedies after, you know, but I got to break it down because the biggest, biggest picture, hmm, I can say it nicely. When you have your own or you get your own, what stress is you marry and somebody else that don't belong there how to run your dad on house or teach the individual that you married to what to do. Now, that could be a problem. So, what I see that people, you know, might want to do before you get married or before you get into a relationship, because remember, when you're in relationships, you're not doing anything you want because you're only girlfriend or boyfriend. So, if you flunk, you know, get another girlfriend, hey, or you might have multiple ones with one. I don't know. Depends on what kind of nation you are. <laughs> but um, think about it. Because certain people, for certain people, and if you find a person that has a whole bunch of different personalities and do certain things and dare to be different, you might got yourself a conclusion. You good. If you ask somebody to stand, they like, no, you're not allowed to do this. No, you're not allowed to do that. But hey, wait a minute. I'm growing because some people get married early. That means they're still growing. So now you're not allowed to grow. So stress can be a situation called being stifling, where you can't evolve to who you are, who you want to be, or who God sees you to be. You might transform into something else, but that's your problem. But being stagnant, being at a point where you have restrictions, that can be stress. Because you might want to do something, go somewhere, and now you're not allowed to go. <laughs> Wait a minute. What if I'm trying to show you a great adventure? So what I do, even when I go stressful with, you know, family, friends, or whoever, I learn to do this, and maybe y'all might want to try it. Change your atmosphere. Hang out with some different people. They don't even know the people that you're chilling with. Guarantee your atmosphere will change real because you won't even think, well, you're like, oh, my God, this is so much fun. Matter of fact, <laughs> start doing things like a long walk or ride a bike. Get yourself so tired so when you come in the house, you can't do nothing but go sleep. And the best thing about being relieving stress, get some butt. You know what? <laughs> Y'all work eight times. I'm all backed up. You know, I'm going crazy. Hey. <laughs> about Anyway, but I see a whole bunch of stuff going on. And one thing people do is try to control one another. And if they can't control an individual, sometimes it's stressful for them. That's the beast right there. Because, you know, I ain't busting in y'all world, but y'all, y'all be tripping once y'all get it. Y'all have the whole, oh, 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 different way. Sometimes other people do too. You know, I ain't going to hold them. Because if you see an opening, dad going to go walk through the door. If you don't, you don't know if you won't pass the test. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. What was you saying? We we want to talk about, we want to find out how can we relieve this stress? What can we do to 
I did hit it. I just said a little bit. And the best thing to do is to TBYT. That's my new word for the century. Think before you talk. And one thing I like to do is not think. Because sometimes if you think too much and too hard on something, it'll stop your growth and it'll stop you from trying something new or daring to be different. Because you're like, wait a minute, if I do this, that might happen. You don't know, no. If I do that, tack on it, that might happen. Oh, they might be thinking about me. So now what I'm going to do, I'm just going to show up, show out. Because when you hold yourself back because you, you know, fearful of this or fearful of that, thinking your family might be in the paparazzi or all this other stuff, you do got a gift and you're just procrastinating, killing yourself because one day you could die and then everybody see all the footage and be like, oh, my God, why didn't he just tell me? Too late. See, things got me tripping because I had a large, rude awakening yesterday on the sub, because I found out about the young boys dying. I'm waiting for the sub. No, for the Eagles game. And then I asked the lady, what the freak? She told me that somebody killed this stuff two days before. What did they do? He said they jumped in front of the train. Now, the young boy, he fell. You got people now jumping in front of the train to relieve their stress and just kill themselves. And this is what this new world is starting to do because these demonic creatures out here, this new evil, it's a new evil. Like, you know, old evil, well, back in the day you watch the movies, they oh, that's evil. It's evil now? <laughs> yeah. You can't even describe some of the stuff they're doing. So what you might want to do is think before you talk, look before you walk, And dare to ask questions. <laughs> and I got to say dare, because some questions you might ask might hurt either you or the other party that you're talking to, no matter what. Some of them might be good. A certain question now in this year, the way it's coming out, ain't too good. And you got to live. You have to be able to live a life. If you don't live your life, everybody's going to tell you what your life was in their eyes. And you won't even know in your eyes. But how do you live you when you're it. carrying such a stress and burden? How do you live? Because you do, like I said before, you go out yonder. You leave the daggone situation that you're at. This one bull, my boy Ann Williams, he said, yo, man, you know how I do what I do? I said, what you do, man? He says, I take a drive all the way up to Blue Mountain. I said, what'd you just say? <laughs> I said, we in Philly, dog. He said, I drive up to Blue Mountain. I had no phone. I cut the phone off. I just had my knees. I just go. I said, Are you serious? Yeah, I said, I let my wife know and everything. I'm going to Blue Mountain. So we drive up there and drive back. I said, what? Now, Blue Mountain, if anybody knows, that's like a three-hour-and-a-half ride. Something, two hours, something. But the atmosphere, going to see them hills and all that other stuff, it changed your whole mindset. Depending on what music you listen to, hopefully it's gospel. 
And that's what he was listening to, riding all the way up, riding all the way back. So, you know, he was just rejoicing, <laughs> flowing. But you have to be able to change your atmosphere because if you stay, if you stay in the house all the time, people yelling all in the house, when you want to go out of the house? So when you get out the house, you might find something to blow your mind, like me today. Got a free rug, got some free brand new boots. <laughs> and then I had somebody telling me the other day that, yo, you need to be a pastor. I said, oh, you need what? <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't, you know, I'm not a. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So what you want to do that. Change your atmosphere, change your way of thinking, renew your mind, and see what happens. Because your whole talk going to be different. Your whole mood, your whole walk, everything going to be different if you do it right. If you slip, when you slip, you know. Wow. That's interesting. Because that's one of the things that I do to relieve the stress. I said listen to music, but I also take rides. I'll get in my car, roll all the windows down, no matter how hot or cold it is at night, and I'll just ride the expressway all the way down the South Street, like down South Philly on the E-Way, then turn around, like down that Passion, and turn back around and just come all the way back up. And i just do that, and then I'll end the ride with either stopping at Kelly Drive and or i pull over somewhere near Lincoln Drive and just sit there for a minute, you know what I mean, and just just collect my thoughts. But I, I go to Kelly Drive and pull over in them and that little parking lot, and just sit there, look at the water with the windows down. Sometimes I get out and just sit on the front of the car, you know what I mean, and just think. Now, one thing you said is you don't like to think, and, you know, thinking too much could be a problem. Overthinking is definitely a problem, but you must think, because a lot of times when you don't think, then you become a reactionary, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't have action, you act off of reaction, which often creates you acting off of impulse. You know what I mean? So um, one of the things I like to do is stay in constant thought. But hold that hold that thought for a minute. We're going to come back with you. We got a caller on the line right now, and we're going to take this caller, and then we're going to come back with you um, and, and finish out some of these um, solutions to stress and how we can combat it. But um, peace, power, and blessings. Welcome right, to word. On Point Radio. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point, and this is Straight Talk on On Point Radio. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? Hello, hello. This is Miss this is T. Queen. How y'all doing tonight? Peace, power, and blessings. On Point is in the building tonight. That is what's yes, up. Yes. Miss T. Queen in the his house. What's good, Queen? What's yeah. good? What's... I'm good. I'm good. I just got in from my open mic and been listening to you all. Let me go. Um, I just want to give my husband blessings because I could hear uh, the passion and sincerity in your voice earlier. I did. Let me see. I'm looking on your flyer because I just added a... Uh, um, some ways to reduce stress. I have made a post Sunday about some things you could do other than 
going to church or clubbing or complaining, but this is this something you can do to relax yourself anyway. Um, I have 10 suggestions. And um, the first one I had is to have Thanksgiving with family and friends. You don't have to wait until Thanksgiving. You have, if I have extra money in my pocket, I'm going to spread and I'm biting over my close family. Well, I don't have any real family here, but friends who I like family, my son and, and friends, and we, we having a buffet. Um, second thing you can do is go skating. That's, I haven't been in so many years, maybe about 10 years. I used to go every week, and I just started going back on Fridays um, or Saturdays. And it's good. It's a good stress relief, and it's a good exercise. And you can also bowl and play pool while you're there. Uh, once a month, get a hotel room with a hot tub and relax. You don't. You can go to a hotel room and, and, you know, just act like you out of town or something. You could give your hair and scalp a deep conditioning, which I did Sunday. I just, matter of fact, posted a picture of my fro. <laughs> um, men and women, they can do their own nails and toes, your real ones. Just taking care of yourself um, will help you feel good and get your mind off of something once you focused on something else. Uh, number six, you can call people on your contact list and make actual contact with them. You don't have to sit there and just look at them or when I switched my phones last week, um, I looked at my contact list and half of them did not even make it to this new phone because we don't even, haven't even talked in months and years. So I was like, if you're not going to stay in touch, why would I even have your number? Um, number seven is you can still Netflix and chill. Number eight, you can make your money if you must, but do it with a smile because a lot of people out here don't have jobs or a way to get back and forth to work or they might be disabled or or don't even have the energy to get up and keep a job, you know. So it is a blessing in disguise. Um, I remember I was wanting more. And I saw a meme the other day that said I can't I can't uh, complain about eating if that was my goal. I can't complain about what's on my plate if my goal was to eat. Um, just take a long nap, and you can eat fruits all day. You know, go on, put yourself on a fast, and you'll know, make yourself feel better from the inside and out. Some other things I do is, like y'all said, uh, Taking a night ride, I love the night air, um, and reading, and definitely music. Uh, what else do I do to relax? I might have a glass of wine. And I don't drink hard liquor no more. Um, what else do we do to relax? Of course, you can have sex if you, you know, with some, your partner. That's a good stress reliever. And um, just doing stuff for other people will make you, you know, um, volunteer to work at a, um, I don't know what they call them, soup kitchens or or find something in your house that you're not using. Go give it to Goodwill. And just um, being of service to others is a way where you're not just focused on what's going wrong in your life.
you know, and sometimes we have to, it, it builds up and we have to get it out. You know, I call it a purge. You can go under the shower. And when you rinse it off, you rinse it off all your worries and your stress. And it's like a meditative state um, that can symbolize you just releasing everything that's making you tense. And lastly, but not least, you can uh, invest in getting a, a professional massage. Um, that's always good to relax your mind, body, and soul. So those are my suggestions about stress relief. Well, there, there's one thing I want to add to that long list. Of course, you know, sex is, <laughs> sex is a, a great one. Um but I want to add a few things. Smoke something, tote something, drink something. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, now, here, here, and I'm careful with that one because I, I, I just, to be honest with you, I, I, my, my drink of choice is beer. You know what I mean? Because beer doesn't put me in a depressive state. Alcohol, liquor, it puts me in a depressive state. It makes me think about mm-hmm. things I don't want to think about. It makes me say things that I know I shouldn't be saying. It makes me act ways I know I shouldn't be acting. So that's why they call it spirits, because that's a different type of spirit that comes Absolutely. out of drinking hard liquor. So I'm not a, a, a fan of when you stress, and a lot of people do that, though. They drink to relieve their stress. And we know already once that, 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 that drunkenness wear off that the problems are still there. But beer it, it, it relaxes me. It doesn't have me in that mind state of deep thought or concentration. You know, um, another thing is I notice a lot of people go to the gym and work out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, that's another way you can relieve stress. Another way, go to a gym that has a boxing, ba- a boxing bag. Like I was boxing, um, I want to say a few years, some years ago, and it was a lot of it, it. I wasn't trying to be the next heavyweight or lightweight or middleweight. I wasn't trying to be none of that. I just wanted to relieve stress. I just wanted to train, go in there, jump the rope, shadow box in the ring or shadow box in the mirror with the, until the bell, you know, uh, go off. And and that was just something I, I like to do to, to, to get my mind off of other things, you know what I mean? Hit the hell off that bag as much as I can. I have a homie, Brooks, who have a bag in his backyard and we go out there and we, you know, we all get over there and we, we build and, you know, we, we, we be out in the back freestyling, rapping and obviously hitting the bag. Everybody rapping and I'll be over there just hitting the bag. And they start rapping about me hitting the bag because that's just where I'm at right now. I just want to hit this bag. You know what I'm saying? So, and then when I do start freestyling, you start hearing that whatever I was hitting that bag to release from, starts coming out verbally. You know what I'm saying? So that's another thing you could do. Go find a, a karate class and learn Tai Chi or whatever, um, you know, to, to release stress. Now, a lot of the stuff you name, money being one of them, that all take money. I need you to tell me some free ways to release stress. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, you know, you're working toward the paycheck. When your paycheck comes, you won't be stressed out. And also cooking is is, uh, cooking. You can cook. You know, that's a stress reliever. But, 
yeah, when you working and making that money, just have yourself thinking like, okay, when this payday come, I can treat myself to something nice. At least I'm able to, um, you know, be self-sufficient to have the things that I need. You know, yeah, I, I, I hear a lot of people. I hear a lot of people, and they be saying, "Oh, I, I gotta go to work, and I gotta, I gotta spend. I spent all my check. Well, at least you had the money to sustain yourself. You know, so that's just a a, a strengthener, strengthener right there to think about. Yeah, but when you get that paycheck, now you stressed all over again because it's gone before you even got it. You know what I'm saying? It's already accounted for. So now you stressed out all over again. Now you got to rob Peter to pay Paul so you can go get that massage. You know what I mean? It, it, I don't know, man. I, I just me. I feel you though. Know, I, I I like I like um your 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 comment about the different stress relievers and just the fact that you had ten of them. Like I'm like, dang. Like okay, you know what I'm saying? Ten. Oh, and I'm sure you can come up with more. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we want. We want solutions. People, I personally, um, I'm not into the whole toenail and fingernail thing. Like, I clip my nails and leave it there, but I may put my foot in my little foot tub. But I, all of that manicure, pedicure stuff, I'm not a fan of that for men. I mean, that's just my opinion. I think that's too, too much attention for a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's like, really, like, what happened to, like, men hands having calluses and all of that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I mean shit mm-hmm. like emails. I mean like we'll talk. Mm-hmm. We become yeah. men that are becoming too pretty. I mean that's no no no. Pretty much you can just soak your hands in your feet and some baking soda and water and, and it'll soften them up just a little. And if somebody wants you to get them a massage, you're not scratching their back up and tearing them up. Because <laughs> You like my back stretched up, though. You know what I'm saying? You might be releasing some of that stress and tension on me. Like, I don't know. I right, listen. Anyway, my, my I forgot my daughter is in the uh in the in the in the stool with me, so I don't wanna be talking too loud and you know, and they don't need to be hearing all that they damn age. I mean, one already they're ready to turn 18 next year, so I'm already worried about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's stressing me. You see what I'm saying? But, um, nah, um, so let me ask you this, though. When it comes to stress, what are some of the things that stress you out, that send you in the orbit? Okay, I was on mute. Um, what stressed me out is, it could be somebody coming at me incorrectly. You know, I deal with the public a lot and, and patients, and they're in different age groups and different nationalities and religions. And just being in the group of people, you have to deal with each personality in a different type of way. So that can be stressful sometimes for anybody in the healthcare profession. Um, of course, having teenagers who think they're grown and don't want to take advice anymore, that could be stressful. Um, when things don't go my way, though, it use, that usually is um, a stressor. But what has been helping me the past few months 
is rearranging my thought process because you just have to learn how to let go. I mean, you you have a plan A, you have a plan B. If it's still not going right and you've done all you can to, to make the plan go right, let it go. Come back to it. There's no point in stressing over it. You're just missing the joys of the day. Um, you know, and I'm and I'm having to deal with getting over people who try to do you wrong and stuff. Because that right there, I'm kind of a revenge for type, but I'm learning to not let it affect my day to day affairs. Because they're not mad or sad about it. You the one are. So it's taking your joy away. So we have to keep our keep reminding ourselves to keep the joy in our life and not let it be stolen away from us because things not going as we planned or we can't control the situation. We can't control everything. We just got to get over it. So that's what I think about it. Wow. Well, you know what? We're going to come back with DJ Phil in a minute. But before we go there, I'm going to play a song for you. Now, I done gave DJ Chill one. I done gave DJ Philly Joy one. And now I'm giving this Tears Queen one. Yeah, I mean, this song going out for you, Miss Tears Queen, no addition. A little bit of love. All it takes. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you. 
everybody always talk about Mr. Telephone Man and Cool It Now. This is one of my favorite new edition songs right here. A little bit of love is all it takes. You know what I mean, if you ever paid attention to those words, or if you never paid attention to those words, that 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 was a, a, a hell of a song written. You know what I'm saying? And for them to be that young and somebody giving them that song to sing, man, that was destined to be a hit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, shout out to Miss Kids Queen. That that right there was for you. So, but love is all it takes, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's the truth. That right there in itself can relieve stress. You know what I'm saying? That in itself can relieve stress. So, um, DJ Chill, you still in the building? Yeah. All right, so before we go, I'm, I want to get your last words, DJ Philly Joy's last words, Miss T's Queen's last words. But give me your last words on stress, man. We done found out some ways. That, and one of the things that Miss T and I didn't mention, um, and and I, I don't know if you mentioned it or not, but talk to somebody, you know? Talk to somebody that you feel like you could talk to. I know I mentioned I don't talk to nobody, but, you know, that's one of the things you can also do as well. But make sure somebody that you know can take a secret to the grave with them, you know? Um, so any last words you got, man? Tell people how they can follow you. Um, and any last words you have on set, man? Uh, for, yeah, um, yeah. Hey. First of all, what's up, DJ Philly Joy? What's up, Miss T.S. Queen? What's up, baby? What's up, Miss Tom Levy said? What's up, one the What's up, baby? Hey, bye. Thank you. Uh, um, the world. What's up? What you... What I've been doing lately, and I don't know why you play that daggone new edition, because I just got finished. I'm not done. I'm at part one still. The Bobby Brown story. If you start watching certain things on TV... It might be edifying, might, you know, have your spirit like, yo, what the freak? And at the same time, watch something be like, hey, that's crazy. Such as Bill Cosby going to, you know, that's another story. And then, what we did, he did. But the other thing is just start watching certain things and see how it comes at you. Start analyzing it without going too deep. Because when you change the channel, is it a reason why a certain thing comes on? And it captivates your attention. So if it does, start wondering. Did it happen for a reason or was it a mistake? Other thing, <laughs> prayer. Prayer might be in super stress. Because if you start doing things such as the monks, or maybe a ninja, forget a monk, be a ninja. A ninja breaks his body down, his whole mind down to whatever the heck sensei tells it to be. And guess what? He can disappear and then reappear and you won't even know it. Wow, that's deep. I'm sorry. I went too deep for him. But um, yeah. If you make the mind transparent or <laughs> an equation, you might be able to defeat life. Because now you can walk and talk amongst anybody and whatever they say or do, it would never hurt you. You don't have no weapons formed against you to prosper because you're going to get haters. 
I got them so bad, I'm about to hurt their feelings. <laughs> Trust me, I am. I'm going to hurt them bad. They're going to start crying, and they're going to start knocking on the door, and that's when you stare at them like, damn, that's what God can do. All I have to do is stand up. Hold on, turn around. See, you got to do certain things, and don't be the same. Don't be the same old Joe, Joe. You, every time you walk, it's the same walk. Every time you talk, the same talk. You got to learn how to find something mean and know how to bring some laughter out. Or, or, you know, if you acting like a kid, act like a kid again. Maybe you're too old. <laughs> you're too grown. You're too daggone. No, everything got to be perfect. Everything got to be, uh-uh. Come on, man. Release yourself. Especially on the dance floor. You stuck on stupid or something. I, look, I'm sorry. I'm just being whatever. And um, the other thing you might want to do, love. You heard the daggone word. That can release a lot of stress because that, especially, you know, think about it. For all the brothers out there, if you see a woman, right, and she look real good, and you single, you got to be single, and, and you see, and she look real good. <laughs> she got that body like a dang, dang, dang. And you walk up and she gives you a hug. You like, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Let me do that again. I, I wasn't expecting that one. Flawless, you know. And, 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 and your whole heart changes, especially if you look at it and you become infatuated or something. You like it so much, you like, I'm going to marry that thing right there. But you see, you know how you be in school, you was a young kid, and then you touch their leg when you sit next to the <laughs> or you touch the thing, or you sit there and get a glance, or you see a love note and it comes back and it's a nice, you feel a whole bunch of difference in you. You be, you know, happy. Because being more happy, stop being like you Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle all the time. You know what I mean? Sometimes you might need to swing sometimes. Take a swing. Go somewhere. Do something. You might be able to change your lifestyle. Because everybody might want to be around you more. Because they know they be around you. They might get some happiness. Instead of freaking... Never mind. Oh, yeah. Follow me at... Uh, am I at... Thoroughbreds, Thursday night. My topic is back in the day, but we couldn't get it right, so we're going to get it right part two. Um, speak your mind or forever hold your peace. You know, I want to know everything about you. I want y'all to speak. I want you to tell me what you got, what you know, what you see. There's a lot of things being done out here. Y'all got to check it, man, and let everybody know, because if you don't, we all going to be lost at the same bag on time. If somebody sees something and knows something, we just ain't saying nothing. So that pin number is 143-341-POUND. Put one pound into the show. Start to the talk. Thursday night, 9 to 11. You can also follow me on YouTube at 2, number 2, 2 Will of God. See all my Zany adventures, especially my Eagles chant. I created and stuff I'm about to put up as soon as I get my phone right. I'm going to put some stuff up I did at the daggone stadium yesterday with the, with the people. It's funny as hell. <laughs> and you know, check me on Instagram at 2will underscore of underscore God. And, you know, you already know my Facebook. Cause I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Right here, right now. Holla. Mysterious Queen. 
Yes, yes. I just want to say it's good to hear you all tonight. Great topic. Um, good suggestions. And y'all can catch me Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Same phone number. And my ID is 144814 for the Portrait Palace, where I do my spoken word. And you hear from other on-point artists, singers, rappers, musicians, gospel rap. I like all of that. And black business owners, so come through and check that out. And one love. Cool, cool. DJ Philly Joy. All right, all right. So what keeps me, as far as the stress aspect, I'm going to tell you this. You got to think on things that are good, things that are positive, things that are joyful, things that are right. Usually that gets your mind back on the right track. Meditate. You know, take them deep breaths and always think before you start talking. Don't worry about the future as far as things you can't control. And just tune into your body and know how your body works. So I just want to share that as far as being more peaceful with yourself in that respect. And just acknowledge the things that you know that you've done wrong and ask for forgiveness and keep it moving. So, But you can find me on Tuesday nights on Joyce Hope on On Point Radio. My PIN code is 146277-POUND. Special guest tomorrow night, Aaron Cisco. They call him old school. Talking all about business and how to get your business going and things he's been in business for a long time. he got a lot of good nuggets to share. And hope you have a good conversation tomorrow night from 9 p. to 11 p. So if you can, join in. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um... And people, again, this is Straight Talk on On Point Radio, and I'm your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. I want to throw this out there real quick. October the 4th, I will be a guest speaker at um, Sincere uh, Sincere Hearts event, anti-bullying event. Um, Excuse me, also On Point 360, I received a call today to go back into the schools this year to do our mentoring. Um, to the youth, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders. So, um, again, we're in a community. This is what we do, man. Um, We don't just talk about it. We are about it. So, that being said, man, I have a couple songs that I'm going to go out on, and we're going to end this 11 o'clock hour. But there's a couple of songs that I want to go out on. The first one is Ghetto Boys, my mom playing tricks on me. And the last one, DJ Fully Joy going to love this one. Mays featuring Frankie Beverly. We are one. So let's go out. And again, stress less, man. Stress leads to being depressed. Depressed can lead to being stressed. So let's be less depressed. Let's stress less. You know what I'm saying? Peace, power, and blessings to all who listen. We'll see y'all tomorrow night. DJ Philly Joy. Joy's hope. I in my poor corner, Let me drop some shit like this. And I can't sleep. I can't say, can't the dark. It's just a body being turned. Full wall, just staring at a nigga. I'm telling Lord, sister, get my finger off the trigger. My mother's always dressing, I ain't living right. What I ain't going out without a fight. Every time my eyes close, I start sweating. Blood starts coming out my nose. It's 
You on point? Because, yeah, I'm on point. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.